It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Jesper Dion. I'm Henry Laksa. I am Francisco Segundolo. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. It's US Open time, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, are you ready, tennis fans? It's the big one. Another Grand Slam is upon us. Unfortunately, no Novak Djokovic, if you saw my 100 news videos today. But there will be Rafael Nadal. There will be Daniel Medvedev. There will be Igor Sviantec. And there will be Emma Raducanu. Where do they fall in the draw? Who are they playing? We're going to find out right now. And if you couldn't tell already, I'm quite excited about it, JG. Come on. I mean, first thing I did when I got home from work is I changed to the Rafa hat, the Rafa top, because it's a great day for Rafa on the Dow. The draw's out. And I must admit, initial impressions, Rafa has got a nice draw. I'm not going to get too ahead of myself, but it is a good draw for Rafa. I want to give a shout out to all of the loyal fans who waited. I know we messed around with the time for a bit, but great to have you. It's 6 p.m. in the UK right now. Great to see M's in. We've got Kathy in as well. We've got Ray, Sam H. Uh, Ross is in as well. Eves, MJ, all of the loyal fans, all of the legends. Thanks for coming. It wow. is US Open time. We will be doing the official draw sometime this weekend or maybe sooner for the men's and the women's. This is just a draw reaction going through all of the quarters on the men's and women's. We're not doing it separate. It's all going to be in this video. We'll talk about some big first round matches, some big potential quarterfinal matchups. And of course, give an indication who we think is going to win, which dangerous floaters can have a good opportunity to knock out some seeds, who's seeded, who shouldn't be seeded. And let's just go into the whole draw. And I think um, we've actually been helped out quite a bit this year by not Ben, by someone better than Ben graphically and design-wise. It is the US Open because for a change, they've done something visually which looks very good. Yeah, I was saying to you, it was very bizarre that I released our thumbnail days ago and then they came out with the same idea as me. What's that? The neon for the US Open. They've come with it as well. Looks like great minds think alike and gtl on the right level entering the us open it's the probably one of the tournaments which is the best timing uh for uh gtl obviously we are uh, do work during the day as soon as work finishes all the matches start so we'll be bringing you all of the us open and i can't wait we got qualifiers to watch they're still uh going on at the moment and Boy, mate, have I got some tasty ones for you this year. I'm telling you. God, this could be my qualifying tournament. I'm telling you. You never beat me. I don't think any slam you've ever got better qualifiers than me. That was about the only one. But this one, I might, I think I've got some good gems in there, mate. 
Well, we've I not really spoken about how we do that is Ben's going to pick three qualifiers. I'm going to pick three qualifiers on the men's and women's. We'll do that podcast very soon and just give an idea who we think could go very far. They're, like Ben said, they're playing at the moment. Good to see Bonadio in action. He's not gone out. He won 13-11 in the tiebreak. Oh, against wow. Bonadio. He came back. Yeah, 13 11. It's a pretty mad one. So it'd be great to see Bonadio go through, but let's just wait and find out for that. Let's get into the draw. We're going to start with the men's, but seeing as we've got so many people in, if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you have just found us. We will be covering as much of the US Open as physically possible. The number one player on the men's, we'll do the women's afterwards, is Daniel Medvedev. And as you can see here, um, I'm going to say it again. I'm really happy with the US Open, what they've done with the graphics. Oh, I think it's amazing. the best out of all of the other slams. It makes our job a lot easier and just visually everything looks great. And this is his section. So Daniel Medvedev is, is fitting his number one seed because I think out of everything across the men's and the women's, this is the biggest talking point. Do you know what it is? Um, no, I don't. You tell me. Nick Kyrgios <gasps> on the same section as Daniel Medvedev, there for me, that doesn't get any bigger than that. That is yeah. huge. We know Daniel Medvedev wow. uh, was able to win the US Open last year. That's mad. This year, he's on the section with Nick Kyrgios, who he doesn't play very well at. I'm pretty sure Kyrgios has a, a win, winning record against him. He beat him recently. I think he's never beaten him, right? Medvedev, I don't know Kyrgios. if he's never beaten him, but I know that he beat him in a tournament just two weeks ago. So that is a terrible news for the reigning defending champion, Daniel Medvedev, isn't it? I'm just and... reading now. It's 3-1, the head-to-head. -head. So they played four. Kyrgios has won three. Medvedev won. So it is the biggest talking point, I feel, because wow. I'm not sure how Daniel Medvedev's going to get through Nick Kyrgios when he's playing his best tennis and in Grand Slams as well. He just got to the final of Wimbledon. He's going into this US Open very hot. And yep. he's just beaten Daniel Medvedev. So I feel like that is the big talking point of this draw. And um, yeah, you can all leave now, guys, because I've told you the big thing. See it? That's the end. And that is the big... <laughs> I think it's a, the massive talking point. I know he's in the same side. But King Cock are playing each other in the first round. Who would have ever predicted that? I mean, the two who have won a Grand Slam together now face each other in the singles uh, and I think that's absolutely a fantastic first round matchup. It's a popcorn match, as JG yep. would say, because that one is going to have a lot of talking in it, I feel, a lot of banter. And I feel that there's going to be a lot of friendly rivalry in that one. I like it a lot. Is it going to be that serious? And could it be one of the worst things possible for Nick Kyrgios playing a good friend in the first round? It doesn't take a lot for him to lose his focus. Could, exactly. could Kokonakis beat him? I mean, I feel personally there's more chance a Kokonakis beats him than, a, than say, a Batista or a Gut. Yeah, you're probably Do you know right. what I mean? And Batista Gut's a better well. player. But because it's his friend, I'm not sure if he's going to be fully focused and playing. You're going to see some silly shots, I think. You're going to see some showboating, try and get one over on his friend. And I'm not sure how intense we're going to see Nick Kyrgios. However... He is going to obviously want to do his best to win, and maybe that will work in its in its in his favour as well. Because you know what it's like with a good friend. It's a bit like me and you. It makes me. I sometimes feel like I play harder against you than I would do, say, John. Yeah, because exactly I've got right. I've got more incentive to beat you. I don't really mind so much if I beat someone who's 
who I don't know so well. Exactly. But then Kokonakis will know all the buttons to push to uh, get under his skin. Um, and he definitely will be pushing a few of them, I'm sure. If he can get him talking to his box, shouting, screaming, acting up on the court, who knows? Kokonakis could have a chance, and that might be a nice little section for him. But Kyrgios will be fancying his chances, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you want to zoom out a little bit, because I feel like there's some players below which are being cut off. Here we go. Um, right, you can just scroll down. So we've got Ben Shelton as a wild card, of course, on this side yeah. as well. Uh, another one I'll shout out. I did say Batista a good a second ago. I think he's in trouble. I don't think he deals very well with a big server. So if Kyrgios is to face him, he's going to be in trouble. Uh, the other side, we've got some serious competitors. And if you just stay in this view, you've got Felix yep. right at the bottom. He's in that same half uh, or same section, the same quarter. Jack Draper's there as well. Yes. I would I would rate this as quite a tricky quarter for Medvedev. He's really been screwed over a little bit. The world number one at the moment. Um, he's not the yeah the world number yeah. one, number one seed yeah. going into this one. He's been screwed. It's very challenging. You've got Dimonor, you've got Garin, who's just had a great Wimbledon. Wouldn't be surprised if he can go quite far. And of course, Karenio Busta. Mm. We were talking about how in coming up to the U.S. Open. Karenio Buster, Buster easily is a top five player in the world. I'm going to say it again. Karenio Buster is a top five player in the world this time of year, especially the US Open. Two semi-finalist appearance recently. He's been in great form coming into this one. He's got Dominic Team of all people, who's won the US Open. I feel terribly sorry for Team. That's going to be a tough match. Terrible and luck. This is just a very tricky section. We've got some good players across the board. And the unseeded players aren't too bad either. I obviously love Molchan. Um, is there someone else as well? Was there? Oh, no, Van der Zandt's another one. But I'm, sorry, I'm getting confused. But still, Jack Draper, as an outsider, you don't want him on your on your section. And yeah, that's sort of my analysis of it. I think it's a yeah, tough one. I think it is a very tough one. Felix, you, if he turns up, he could probably clean up this, uh, this section. I feel, I feel like it's sort of nearly odds on that we're going to see Booster and him sort of edge their way towards, would it be the fourth round, I believe. Yep. Um, but unless Jack Draper know, has mate. something to say about it. I really would love to see Jack Draper. Yeah. I said it in a previous video. Is this the year we're going to see him make a third, maybe a fourth round, like the second week potentially of a slam? I, I think, think it's it could... too soon, man. But he maybe. is class. Draper is class. It is too soon. Umbert's not in good form on the other side. No. I've... The big narrative there is going to be the Kyrgios Medvedev. But that's the Medvedev section. Let's have a look at his route to the trophy. I think it could be a banana skin there for Basashvili. I feel like he could be going out early. There's a lot of good yep. qualifiers uh, to watch. Right. So Medvedev's US Open draw. This is the route to the final. He would be playing, well, Kozlov, Rindeneck, Basashvili or Shelton. Kyrgios or RBA in the fourth, and that's really really starts to get tricky. That's the big one. And then FAA, PCB, or Dimonor. I feel that out of those, probably PCB, maybe. I, I yeah. feel that he's the strongest in the US. Yeah. And then we've got Sissipas, Rude, or Berrettini. I don't know. Maybe none of them. Who knows? But they, they're a little bit wishy-washy when it comes to some of their results, especially of late. And Nadal Alcaraz, of course, it is in the final. Yeah, we've got the Spaniards on the other side and Nadal and Alcaraz. Of course, no Djokovic in the draw. I know you've probably heard that about a million times <laughs> with Ben's news videos today. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do it because I was working. 
Um, but yeah, overall, great draw until the until the fourth round, where it is an absolute nightmare for Medvedev. In fact, it couldn't have been any worse. I honestly yeah. think it couldn't have been any worse for him. He would have rathered Rafael Nadal in the fourth round, which of course was impossible, being the number one and two seed. But he would honestly rather a, a, a Rafael Nadal style player than Nick Kyrgios. I'm going to go as far to suggest that. Quite possible. Uh, at least he was two sets to love up against Rafa. I don't know if it would be the same with Kyrgios. He may just get, I don't know, crushed by the serve. Moving on anyway to the next yep. section. Let's see. This is Sissipas. He's in the same okay. half as Medvedev. And, well, Medvedev would probably be happy about that. That's probably the only thing that did maybe go for him because he does tend to play better against Sissipas than against maybe Rafa uh, or, I don't know, Alcaraz. We haven't really seen those two play, Medvedev, Alcaraz, so it's a bit of an unknown entity. But in this one, qualifier to start Sissipas off. He'll be happy with that one. And browsing this little section there, Looks like Stan Wawrinka has been done a favour there. He's playing a qualifier as well. We could see Stan progress a little bit. But this whole section in general doesn't look too bad for Sissipas on first reflection. I, mean, I disagree. So this is where I disagree. I'm looking at this for Sissipas and I think I'm not sure if he's escaping. I'm not sure if Sissipas can escape this quarter. The reason I say that is a few reasons. Okay, first round qualifier. That could be pretty yep. tough in itself. I mm. don't think he's going to get it done in straights. If it's one of the better qualifiers, which we're going to go through, if it's my number one qualifier to watch, oh. who I've not released yet, I'm oh. telling you, Sissipas is going to struggle. That's for yeah. sure. Would he struggle oh. against your number one qualifier to us? I think he, I think he might. I think he might struggle. But I don't know, but there's levels to the he, game. He has got just on. got to the final of Cincinnati, exactly. remember? Levels. Chorich demolished him in that final. And I think there's some players here who Sissipas needs to be extremely concerned about. Sanego, when he's playing great, I don't think he is so much now, so let's Mm. skip past him. But he could cause something. Maxime Crazy, the serve volley champion, he can beat Sissipas. I'll tell you that now. He's a dangerous floater. I put him in a category of Kyrgios in terms of an unseeded player. Well, he is seeded, but very low seeded. And who, or high seeded, who is extremely dangerous. Andy Murray, a little bit dangerous as well. He's got a tough match against Serendolo. I put him as a really dangerous uh, high seed as well. Um, I'm going to keep going down here. And of course, Berrettini. He got to, was it the semi-final of of this one in 2019? Lost to Rafa. Lost to Rafa. And Berrettini, he could, well, he's had a few injury concerns in recent years, especially towards the US Open time. I think Sissipas is in serious trouble. I'm looking it's, at this and I don't think it's as... I know you said you don't mind it. It's not as bad as Medvedev's. I don't no, know. No, it probably is though, mate. Because Sissipas so. isn't as good as Medvedev. I know he's just beating him, so... Oh, come on. What's going on out there? Is that a race to I Lewis Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just Lewis a, just, I live next to a drag strip, I think. Uh, <laughs> anyway, apologies mate, this for is, that. Interview. Listen, okay. So now I have done... I've been cheating a little bit because on the train... I've been doing a bit of research uh, on the draw. So this I is why I know. So if you look at the other side now, Ben, this is where it reinforces everything I said. So let's start where you are at the moment. Kasper Ruud, good player. Carl Edmund. And he'll do okay. Van Rijthoven, the brilliant server. He is dangerous. You do not want him as a floater. That Van der Zandslup. 
Van der Zanta took a set off Medvedev when he won it last year. He's a dangerous floater as well. He is. He is definitely. Extremely. Wawrenka, I'd love to say he is. And of course, Taylor Fritz. That's the other one at the top. That is another one. I don't think Sissipas is necessarily that much better than at a US Open. And I'm looking at this and I don't, I can't see a way Sissipas escapes this quarter. I know he was good in Cincinnati. I know you've been making a case for things improving for him. I'm just being brutally honest on this podcast, and it's good to have a difference of opinion. So I'm happy if you still want to back your man, Stefanos. I'm looking at this, and I see about four or five instances where he could slip up. I think it's tough. I think the first few rounds will help him to get going. And I think... We look at all of these other players and you know, I know that we're you're sort of naming a few players and saying, well, yeah, but Fritz and that. But in Grand Slams, he's not notoriously been good in Grand Slams. That's the thing. Sissipas can turn up for the big occasion. He came back from two sets to love down and beat Rafa in Australia. He has it in the locker and he has the game to actually do well against a lot of these, uh, I'd say, smaller players. Oh, let's say. Maxime Krezi Sissipas. Are you telling me you're going into that oh, yeah. one? He could, well, I'm not, I don't know that, you're I'm confident. Not, well, you're guaranteeing that Crazy's going to get there, though. That's what I mean. I'm, He's I'm not, not guaranteeing a, it. Even for Keener, listen, it's dangerous. Yeah, this is a hard section. Nishioka? Sissipas is in trouble. He's in trouble. Big time. I mean, it's possible, but then you, you pick out Berrettini, but he hasn't really done anything on hard courts uh, at all since we've changed over to the surface. Casper Rude just lost to Ben Shelton in his one. We got Kyle Edmund just coming back. Van Rijthoven only really seen him on grass. I can't believe you're seeing this as a nice... I, Tommy Paul is more difficult. Like that. I Tommy looked at this Ball? and I thought this is horrendous for Steph. Tommy, I'd say the main dangers for me would be Van der Zanschlup, I would say Taylor Mate. Fritz and I would go with I don't even know. Berrettini. I would say Berrettini, but I don't know because I don't know if he's in any, in any form. I'm recency biased, Ben. So you got to remember Van that. Van and Sissipas, we could have a match on our hands. He's, Although I'm a bit he's biased. Got to get to the... Listen, with Van Rijthoven, <laughs> I've only really seen him on grass. That's what I mean. I've only seen him on Getting grass. Getting carried away. <laughs> Crazy, I think, him. if he plays well, yeah. Crazy's he can got get, him already. Anyway. He can get past Vucevic. He can probably get past Nishioka or Fokina. There's not a guarantee in that. And yeah. then we and could then have Steph's the matchup. In trouble. Well, potentially. If he or, doesn't read, if he doesn't get my qualifier to watch in the first round. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and then he might be out for my qualifier to watch as well. Uh, and if you gonna... guys want to find out who our qualifiers to watch are, we will be oh, doing a video so on good. that, I believe, tomorrow. I haven't. An, it, and it's extensive breakdown of my qualifier to watch i mean these well I, there's so much to say about uh the main man that i am selecting but i'm just hoping he makes it through if he doesn't make it through it's going to be a bit embarrassing but i still think I'm, i'll put him in there even if he doesn't get through i might even just put him in there just because i think it's a worthwhile person just to tell everyone about Anyway, you can't do that. But let's go look look at the route for Sister Pass if we've got it. If not, we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, I think we know what it is. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one, which is the the top of the bottom half. Correct. So the top of the bottom half, we've got Carlos Alcaraz's quarter. For a start, let me just start off by saying I am thrilled that Carlos Alcaraz has his own quarter now. 
It's amazing. Is that just me? But I How... feel like he deserves his own quarter. And I'm thrilled. We're looking at his face there. It's a bit of a young picture of him. To be, fair. I think they're using the one from the US last Open last year. time he played. That's correct. Shane didn't use one when he looks more of a man. I know, like um, the vest. <laughs> this is before like he had muscles. Yeah, before and he now. Went now on he's dangerous. But there's Christmas. a big talking point on this one, Ben. And I'm going to see if you can spot it. I believe Carlos Alcaraz could be on a collision course with Borna Torich in the third round. Well, that's a nightmare if that's the case. Let me move down to the bottom where you will see him at the bottom right here. And there is this is still a bit of a nasty section for Alcaraz. I can see Yannick Sinner there. But yes, you are right. Borna Chorich is the 25th seed. He just snuck in to the seedings after winning that last tournament. And he's playing the qualifier. You'd expect him to probably go past here, the, whoever the qualifier is, past maybe Brooksby Olaovic, and then... It's probably going to be Alcaraz, isn't it? I mean, if we get that Ian match. Baez, mate, it's a tough one for Alcaraz to start. It is. Alcaraz. Listen, this section for me, I just look at it as all of the the the, the next gen, like the new Gen yeah. Z, or whatever you want to call them, the real young teenagers <laughs> coming through. We've like got that. Sinner, Massetti, Alcaraz. Nakashima. Nakashima, Baez. I mean, it's just all the young guns. Mixed young in with a few oldies as well. Tillich just serving bombs at the top. That's true. We've got a few oldies in there as well they've thrown in. We've got a bit of Ramos, a bit of Goffin. We've got yeah, Manorino. Just <laughs> sprinkle them in there. Uh, just a Besseli. <laughs> Why not? Throw a few of Steve them in Johnson. there. That's it, mate. I like no, it. But listen, there's so many like next-gen players. I don't even know if they're next. I hate saying next-gen. I yeah. just call them teenagers. Just the young... The young breed, the young crop, the ones yep. we get really excited about. It would be awesome if we do get a matchup of Alcaraz Sinner again. I know we got oh, to see it at Wimbledon. And could. I must admit, being inside the stadium watching that one was incredible. Seriously Amazing. immense. If we get something similar at the US Open, I will be thrilled. And everyone who's there will just be loving it. I think regardless of the result, the tennis them two produce when they play against each other is phenomenal. Yeah. So that would be awesome. But let's just go back down a little bit, Ben, how, because how it's man... going to be very challenging for Alcaraz to reach that benchmark because Borna Chorich. And we've got some people in the live chat. Mm. We've got M saying Chorich could go out early. Can't base anything on off him winning one tournament in, in years. We've got other well. people saying Chorich, or some people saying Chorich isn't going to beat him again. But I've also had some love for Chorich. I don't know where it's gone. Um, Browdy ever up saying if he gets past Chorich, Sina will take him out. Wow. I don't know. I think the Torich one's really tough. And despite he's not won much recently, the way he played at Cincinnati was so impressive to me. He beat Rafa. He beat who, it, Sissa he didn't, Pass. Didn't drop a set. Other who, else, than Rafa. who else did he beat? A goot? He beat uh, mate, uh, Musetti first yeah. round. He beat as well. Uh, I can't even remember all of them now. Yeah, I forgot all the names. but some top players. And FAA. Let's go through it anyway in more detail. I'll let, I'll let you pick up. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, like, I know that you were saying it's great to see Carlos Alcaraz have his own quarter. I feel that there's like a little bit Felix of... Felix is another one he beat. Cheers, yeah, guys. Cafe. That's what I said. Yeah, FIA. Uh, but it's anyway. Uh, you know how you're saying it's great to see him have his own quarter. Do you feel like this is the tennis god saying you can have your first quarter but it's going to be a real stinker. Uh, this is how you graduate from the tennis academy or university in Grand Slams. You're not going to get a nice run on your first ever Grand Slam big 
uh, top three seed. No, he's been absolutely uh, thrown to the wolves a bit here. Um, I agree completely. I think it's a case of you've got your own quarter, but now <laughs> this is what you're going to have to deal with, son. You've got your own quarter, like, ah, but you've got to go and beat. You've got to go and beat Borna Torrance. He's just won Cincinnati. You've got to beat Dimitrov if he gets through. Oh, my word. It's like he's got to beat everybody, and he may have to go through five sets maybe like four times. <laughs> <laughs> Something ridiculous like that. Or maybe we're doing him a disservice. Remember, if we sort of wind back the clock, Alcaraz at the beginning of the year when we were on the hard courts was looking pretty formidable. So if he rekindles that form again and starts playing like when he beat uh, Stefano Sissipas at last year's US Open, made his first Grand Slam quarterfinal there, this is probably, he's going to be super excited because this is really the tournament that put him on the map for the neutrals. Like that, before that, everybody who was in tennis knew about Carlos Alcaraz. Yeah. Everybody who was out of tennis and just joins for the slams, they found out about him here. And he's probably got amazing memories. And he's probably thinking, oh, I'm 10 times better than last year when I came here. And I'm, I'm 10 times more muscular than last year. And I've got a better tennis brain than last it's year. Experience, if anything. Exactly. He's played against more of the top players. And the GOAT of tennis, as we all know, Nick Kyrgios, the greatest player to ever wow. play the sport, he come out and spoke to the US Open, the USTA, and he, they, was, they asked him, who do you think is going to win the US Open this year? He answered, Carlos Alcaraz. Wow. So even if even the GOAT of tennis, Nick Kyrgios, thinks Alcaraz is going to win it, he's going to have to get through this section. Let's highlight some other players. We spoke about Massetti briefly, first round against David Goffin. That's tough. Let's talk about some of the, the older, or older, her catch isn't old, but the big servers in her catch and Chilich. Could they, they go quite far? We know Chilich, the US Chilich, Open. Good draw, isn't it, for Chilich? I mean, potentially two qualifiers, one after the other there, because Ramos, more of a clay quarter, as we know. Uh, and then we've got going down there. There's a lot of this, qualifiers in this section as well. Which is good for our qualifiers to watch, maybe. Cause I don't not... know if it is, mate. I don't really want them, them to in the, be in the Sinner Alcaraz, these like new breed. I feel they, they're the type of players who will beat qualifiers. I'll what drop a little hint in there. Maybe they'll fit right in with the new breed of tennis players. Maybe that's a little hint dropping in there. Let me just have but... a look. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying, picks. It's trying to suss picks. out my qualifier to watch. Bonadio um, went through, might include him. Oh, that's amazing. 6-2 in the third set. That's a, that's incredible because he was down Liam Brody went out, by the way, to Kuzmanov. 6-4 no, in the third. No lucky loser for you. Just Djokovic drew, withdrew. Know? Uh, well, he withdrew early enough, I think. So he yeah, there get still Djokovic. might be someone. Yeah, withdraws. I know, but I mean, he can't get Djokovic's one. No. That's all. That was all I was saying in my news video. Is I thought if he, if Djokovic stayed in and then just had to get kicked out of the tournament, then he, if Liam Brody took his spot, I thought it'd be like the craziest thing. And then his, <laughs> his Twitter would just suddenly go explode. But anyway. Let's have a look at Alcaraz's route through. Thanks to Oli Patone. Shout out to him. Go follow him on Twitter. He's done a great Cheers, job on, in providing all of these on, on, online. Uh, and it's Baez for round one. Round two, Correa or Greekspor. Round mm. three, Chorix, Brooksby, Lejevic. Round four, Chilich or Evans. Quarter final of Sinner or Hercat. Semi-final of Nadal or the Nottingham Nadal, Cam Norrie. <laughs> and the final of either Medvedev, Stefano Sissipas. Well, Norrie shouldn't be 
well, shouldn't turn your nose up at him at the moment because he did just beat Alcaraz. So it's I know he didn't play better tennis, but he still got the got the W, didn't he? So uh, Norrie could be one that people want to avoid in this tournament, I think. I'm interested to know. We're not doing the draw yet, Ben, but just give me a little idea and a little teaser. Is Alcaraz coming out of your section or not? You've had a little look at it. It's quite tough for him, isn't it? It is quite tough. And that that's quarterfinal sin of her catch is just... Uh, you're looking past Chorich then. You think he's beating him? I think that he probably will, yeah. Wow. Interesting. I think Chorich never back a player who just won a tournament. We always say that on GTL. But there is a... Ba- well, he's had a break of a week, so I don't know if it really counts, but... I think Chorich is actually really dangerous, but I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. I might get giddy after a few beers doing the draw preview and have Chorich winning the whole thing. Who knows? Right. Let's move on to the next one. Before you do, Ben, can you please put some music on? I want some music. I want your best song you've got. I don't know. I need something. I'm going to just put a bit of Night Driving. Or you got anything better? There's some other. There's more of like... Night Runaway. What what about like... Oh, it's a bit loud. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> what about this one? This one would probably be... A... Here we go. This is it. We need some music because... Turn it down slightly. <laughs> <laughs> right. This go is on. the big moment. It's Rafael Nadal's quarter. I've got the top on. I've got the hat. I am thrilled. I couldn't wait. The moment it come out, as you can see by my mood, I am extremely happy. I think Rafael Nadal has got... A nice little section. Let's go down to see who he could be playing. And right at the bottom, first round, we have the wild card, Hijikata. Hijikata. I don't know yeah. much about him. Um, Aussie, isn't he? An Aussie. I know we've we have watched him a few, but we do know who he is. But I've never, I don't know too much about his style. Could I'm we see the match? That. Could I'm we see the that. match finally? Karatsev and Nadal have been on collision course for the whole past year and a half. And finally, if he can beat Fanini, you we might get to see it. But I don't think it's Karatsev in the form I wanted to see him face Nadal in, I'll have to say. No. Banana skin? Aslan... No. I don't no, see okay. a banana skin there. And I don't see it or many other sections. You look up, I think Kezmanovic is probably one of the tougher players. He could face him. That could be mm. semi-tough, but not as tough as some... Listen, Rafael Nadal is yet to lose a match at a Grand Slam this year. He withdrew in at the Wimbledon. semi-final stage at Wimbledon yeah. to Nick Kyrgios. He's yep. yet to lose. In them events he's played, he's had tough, tough draws. Roland Garros was extremely difficult. He played the who's who. He played some tough players. He played some big players as well at the Australian Open at Wimbledon as well. Here, for me, on paper, without being disrespectful, it's a lot easier than all of them. Is that going to be a blessing or a curse? We'll have to wait and find out. Maybe it's the worst possible scenario that Rafa's not playing the best players early. But I'm looking at it as a bit of a biased, delusional fan. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is great. This is what think... we need. We need an Aslan Karatsev who's not informed. Fanini, I'm not really too worried about him. Keep going up. We've got TFO, Jason Kubler. I really like him. And he's a dangerous, unseeded player. Lost could, yesterday. He could, do some, he could do some damage. I don't think against Rafael Nadal. I'm not sure about his style. I'd be more worried about a Jack Sock. 
Um, Schwartzman, as crazy as it sounds, I actually prefer Schwartzman to play Rafa on clay. I think he has more chances to beat him, uh, despite Rafa being the GOAT of clay. I just feel Schwartzman, well, he beat him in Rome that time. And I'm judge, I remember watching that, that match. And I just don't think Schwartzman will ever be able to beat Rafa on a hard court. No, this, this could be clipped how. up and put all over all over the world, and I'm going to be embarrassed. But I'm going to make <laughs> this thing. Rafa is not going to lose to Schwartzman on the hard court. Jack Sock, I think, is a lot a lot trickier if he was to play him. Um, I remember they did play actually in um, Western, the Western and Southern Open, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, no, Winston Salem. I think it was oh, Winston okay. Salem Winston's... of last year. Okay, correct me if I'm memory. wrong. I remember we covered it. Jake, Jack Scott, <laughs> Rafa on the Dell. Got a great memory. Yeah, well, I remember because younger that was, than you. That was the first uh, Jack Sock button got made. I think yeah. for that one. So I think right. you're right. Yeah. Uh, Ketsmanovic still being done favors by Novak Djokovic <laughs> at Grand Slams, helping out. Why is it always him who gets helped out as well by Djokovic? He took number one seed last time in Australia. Now he's got into the seeds. Uh, thanks it's to Djokovic, strange, isn't it? Bizarre. Yeah, and Ketsmanovic, a danger player, really. Um, I don't know if he's got what it takes to take out Nadal, but I still think that he's got what it takes to go and meet Nadal. Um, yeah, I know. Um, do you think it's a bit of like old school? How come we don't ever get to see this draw uh, live, JG? Terrible. Um, so the I mean, only two tournaments that do it, Wimbledon, US Open, all of the others Wimbledon's do a live. audio live, but not visual. Yeah, this still, one's nothing still backward, live. Still backward, mate. Wimbledon's still backward. Yeah. The this US Open's slightly backward as well. The best thing they can do is broadcast it to everyone. And the reason I say that is I'm not accusing them of fixing anything. I'm not saying that in, in the slightest. I don't think that is the case. I just think it creates more of a spectacle. It's an event. Every, everyone's so, yeah, it's an event in itself. Everyone's so excited to see the draw. We've been waiting for it all day as well. Yeah. And if they was to do it like that and make it a spectacle, they, it's something which I just don't know. I think it just incre- it creates more of a, an atmosphere it's around huge the sport. In football. People are more- excited about going you might be able to sell more tickets it's, i think it benefits them to make you could make sell tickets to the draw <laughs> yeah. people would probably want to go and watch that live uh, you get this in football it's been do- they've been doing it for donkey's ages in the uk where they everybody gets excited for the next round of the cup and everybody gets around the tv to see who they're drawing in the next round of the fa cup and all that type of thing and then it gets drawn out one by yeah. one out of the hat it's exciting Come on, allow people to be excited. It's strange that they don't do it. It's I strange it's that weird. It's not, they don't do it. But why don't they do it? That's the question. Well, Meadow's the... saying uh, a study showed it was fixed, though. The matches went beyond statistical randomness. I mean, that's speculation. I can't, I can't speculate on that. What I want to talk about here, though, Ben, just go to the other side at the bottom, please. And let's start from just the seeded players. Number ninth seed, Andre Rublev, not in great form coming into this one. Denis nope. Shapovalov, not, come, not coming into this one in great form. Nope. Holger Rune even is dropping slightly. Not, yeah. He's not as high a stock, but he's probably one of the more dangerous ones I've just mentioned. Isner, of course, always good value to go relatively far. Mackenzie McDonald, not in great form. Benoit Paire, I don't, I'm not expecting much of him. Cam Norrie, difficult, but against Nadal, it's the perfect seed, personally. I can't see a way Rafa's not coming out of the section. I, I would be really, really shocked. I think that there's a high possibility that we're seeing a Nori Nadal quarterfinal, if I'm perfectly honest. The way that they're both of them are playing at the moment, I feel that Nori is so in form 
It is true. You got, yeah. you got to give him so much credit for maintaining what he did last year. I thought that he would just fall off. Uh, Why don't you just announce to everyone now, Ben, you've got Rafa winning the whole thing. Rafa Nadal Are you wins a Rafa? <laughs> the US Open and then caught match fixing the whole draw. <laughs> no, no, we'll never know. I just want to see the draw live for for once. But I feel I feel that it's good. It's a good draw for certain people. I think TFO will love his draw. I think that that's a real good draw for TFO. He could get maybe to the fourth round. Uh, but then there's Rafa there. I feel that it's. I mean, it's, it's a, a good draw for Rublev as well, actually. Yeah, not if bad. Rublev can pull things together and have a good event, despite his form. Let's not read too much into that. He's got the ability for me to beat all of them, including Cam Norrie. So, he could, but it's just the poor form, and that's the only thing. Let's um, no, let's consistent. sorry, go on. No, I was going to say let's move on to because I know we're doing the women straight after this yep. one. So let's move on to Rafa's U.S. Open draw. Thanks to Ollie, I'll let you go through it. Right, Rafa's draw. Hijikata in the first round. Fanini or Karatsev, second round. Kitsmanovic, Gasquet, third round. Schwartzman or TFO in the fourth. Nori Rublev, quarterfinal. Alcaraz, Sinner, Herkatch, semifinal. And Sitsipas, Medvedev for the final. Um, I don't think it's that bad at all. I mean, up to the semis, it looks pretty much plain sailing, if, I, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, I, I really do like it. Um, shout out to Rowdy every lap. Thanks Cheers, for the Rowdy. super chat, mate. Cheers for your one earlier as well, talking about Berrettini in that section. I don't know if we read Thank it out, but really did appreciate it. Apologies if we And he not. said, it's like they let Rafa and Serena pick their draws. It mean, we didn't see the draws. Rafa gets a nice one. Did he stick a, a cheeky envelope full of cash underneath the door? I saw them embracing on court as well when they're having a little practice. <laughs> no Djokovic there. as well. It's just a bit. You could really run wild. If you are conspiracy theorist, you could run wild with what's happened at the US well, Open this year. God, Cue Ben. Is... Cue well, Ben. Give the mic to Ben. Well, Pavi G. I've been following a, a lot of Pavi G's uh, things that I'm reporting on them. Apparently, Moderna sponsors this uh, whole event. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the that's the end of our theories yeah and that's uh, we've got Ashish saying jg please say rafa for 23 rafa for 23 let's go ben come on <laughs> it's it's highly possible that that is that is one thing we need to realize here never ever write off rafa on the dow and especially he's taken extra time to uh recuperate after Wimbledon just to make sure he's fully fit for this tournament so scary prospect and especially with a draw that could see him warm up maybe for the first two rounds and then start getting slightly tougher get into the quarters and then ready for the semi where he'll well might face Alcalaz that'll be an absolute cracker if we had the battle of the Spaniards or her catch it does get interesting yeah, yeah. Of course, glad that he is the number two seed, so he avoids Medvedev until potential final. I think that's I'm really happy with that. Uh, but anyway, that's the men's. Let us know all of your thoughts on everything we've spoken about in the comments section. Of course, there's so many players to go through, so apologies if we missed any of your favourites. We will obviously be talking about it round by round in our draw preview very soon, so make sure you don't miss it. But now let's talk about the women. I know we've got Liam in, who's very keen to know all about the women's draw. He's asking, what number seed is Raducanu? She is the 11th seed, the reigning champion here 
at Flushing Meadows going for a second Grand Slam. Can she do it or is she going to get stuck? We're going to have to wait and find out. But where are we going to start, Ben? What graphic first? Which player's quarter do you have prepared for me? It will be eager. That's right. I was just going to try and find her route through while you were speaking. Just, uh, But maybe we can just work it out anyway. Yeah, I don't think we need to do the routes on these, these ones. I don't think I sent them all to you, so there's no point. No, nah, that's fine. So let's go through eager. She eager. is the number one seed. She's not serving very well. The second serve speed's not good enough. She's getting attacked on the second serve. And she's losing matches at the moment. She was the queen, was it? 37 matches unbeaten until she hit Wimbledon. We was thinking, is anyone ever going to beat her? We're talking about her as a like in the, in the same breath as Serena Williams. All of a sudden, she's old news now. She's no Come good. Match. <laughs> By the curbside, she's no good. She's probably going to lose to Paulini, right, Ben? Oh, yeah, and the rest. Um, I'm I'm liking the first few rounds here for Iga. That's, but I think it's a good... St- Good starter person to be playing. Paolini sometimes turns up, but it's a bit wishy-washy with some of her performances. More of a clay quarter. Uh, Sloane Stevens. I feel that if Eager plays her best tennis, then she can wipe anybody off the court, especially uh, Sloane Stevens, despite her being a previous champion here. Uh, looking there, there's Sophia Kenin. Uh, uh, she's down there against Nima, I don't think that's a very good draw for her in the no. first round. Horrible. But Anissimova being in the same little section as Iga, that's not good for her. Let me tell you that much. And I think Zeng. even having a Stevens second round's tough for Iga. And King Wing Zeng mm. is a player doable. who troubles Iga at yeah. Roland Garros. The only player I think Terrible to get draw, set off for. And King Wong Zheng is the future, really top talent, Chinese player. If you don't know, don't know much about her, I recommend watching. She's got the overall game. And I'll tell you who's in for a tough one. Yelena Ostapenko. First round is King Wong Zheng. I yep. put that as a 50-50 matchup. Whoever wins it can advance quite far until maybe an Anisimova, who I really fancy in this section as well. So yeah. it's an interesting side. Iga doesn't actually... I think she lost to Ostapenko last time she played, maybe, as well. Yeah. So it's not... It could be better. It could be better. But if we do go over to the other side, we've got... Right at the top, Ben, sorry. Muguruza, oh. the ninth seed. It's a... Yeah. I mean, if you if you want a seed in your draw, <laughs> that's who you'd pick. If you could pick any women's seed, it'd probably be Muguruza. Come on, Towson. Go on. Go for her, girl. Take her out. Uh, I'll be cheering on Towson in that one. Sorry to John. I'm sure he'll be cheering on Muguruza. But Mugaluts has had a terrible uh, year so far. I'm I'm all for Towson in that one. I feel that she could wipe her off the court if she plays well. Moving down, Kvitova. That's the next lead who's tough. We've got Rabesh yep. in with a Petra. That is a yep. real nasty one to be having yep. in the section. Qualifier up first. I think she could go relatively far. Elise Mertens, still not convinced by her. Hot and cold. Uh, but Jessica Pagula, I think the best record in Masters events on the hard courts uh, really in the good. last two years, better than Eagers. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking this could be, believe it or not, across both sides, this could be a Pagula section. I mean, this could be Pagula's quarter. It's It has the potential to be a Pagula quarter. It has the potential to be a Zen quarter, I think, as well. If she gets through Ostapenko, that, there could be no stopping her, really. But yep. we'll have to wait and see. That one is definitely the tie of this quarter. Zeng Ostapenko. I can't wait to see that. We'll definitely have to do a watch along for that yep. one. 
But don't rule out Kvitova. She's just been to the final. Obviously, she did get beaten by Elise, uh, not Elise Corno, Caroline Garcia getting mixed up with the Frenchies. Uh, I'm interested to see who Caroline Garcia has got. Sorry, actually. is she in this section? Because a lot of people are talking about her in this chat. Let me just uh, did we? Quick... I haven't seen She might her. have been at the top. Oh, no, she's not in her. Apologies. No, no, but I am looking out for her. Yeah, I'm looking out for her as well, because I know you've got her. I don't know. You might have been joking the other day, but you said you think Garcia could win the whole thing. Well, I'm going to throw it out there. I put a bet on Garcia to win the US Open. Just put some money on. <laughs> she's 34 to, 34 to 1. Fair enough. Just, she's in the best form. Like, Listen, what was Radu Kani when she won it last year? Oh, my word. God, I can't even think. I don't even know. It must have been on... over 100. Must have been. 500 was... to 1 or something nuts. Must have been nuts. But I think 34 for some, 34 to 1 for somebody who's just literally won the last hardcore event and in impressive fashion as well. I think that's just a steal. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, and they've got people like Asaka as second favorite. And she's done nothing. But she yeah, could don't... turn it on. I'm Never interested to see where Asaka is. I don't oh, I've seen her yet. Wait, wait for her first round match, yeah. mate. I'm excited with that one. But before uh, we just move on quickly, Ben, I just want to just say one thing on Iga. I am still a big Iga fan. I was joking at the oh, start. Yeah, massive. And there is a part of me which thinks everyone's going to be writing her off and she's going to go back to normal Iga ways and Please. clean the field with everyone. Come on, um, let's do it. That's all I want to end with. I would love to see that. No one wants to see her fall off and just not, not be playing that same tennis again. That was incredible. People would be like, it's a bit boring. All she does is just hit winners all the time. That's amazing. <laughs> That's not boring. It's it's great tennis. Right. On to the next section. Uh, I believe it's Sarkari. Sorry if I've got these. So this is the right. same half, right? So this is the eager half. Let me just double check that too, because I was arranging the men's frantically. And then I downloaded both of the draws, though, just so that I can double check this. So I've got them. Uh, it will be... So we've got Sabalenka and no, it's Bedoza is at the top. Okay, so no worries. Bedoza is the next one. So, this so let's is clarify. Ignore that Sarkari graphic. We're going to go on to that next. This is the same section as the Eagle one. So it's the top half of the draw. We've yep. got Paula Bedoza heading this section. Uh, her boyfriend not to be seen in an image, which is nice to see. Just her on her own. I feel like the boyfriend's always there somewhere, but not 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 on the draw. He didn't make that. I <laughs> should have weird... used the one of him and her and him in bed with the mirror on the, on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Rather than this one, where she looks like something's about to eat her alive. I don't know what this picture is they picked for Paula Badoza, but maybe she's just seen a. I don't know who her first round opponent is. Serenko's coming to attack her with something. I don't know. I like it. I'm looking into initially. I don't see any issues. Azarenka, I think uh, she's on a decline. Not yeah. convinced by her at all. Her last showing against Raz, uh, Radu was very poor. We've got Priskova there. I'll let you speak about her because you're a big fan. Ooh. I've got nothing. I don't really know what she's like in terms of who knows. She could be good. She might not be good. Well, we don't know. Bit, do bit of hot and cold. Unknown entity, really. Uh, despite her being on tour forever. Balskova, I think, is tricky. We've got Sarana Sestea, one of my favourite players who played terribly recently. <laughs> and Belinda Bencic at the Another bottom. Another one of favourites. I don't mind Belinda Bencic. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to assess this just as I'm talking. Badoza section on the, on the, I don't know, as an overview, just scanning through. Looks okay so far mm. from that side of things. The other side doesn't look okay, though, because... 
from what I'm seeing, there's a Saba Kanepi collision course for round number two there. Terrible. One of the ones I should have included in my danger players to watch in the women's unseeded Kanepi, definitely one of them. As she went deep in the Australian Open, as we know. Yes, terrible for Saba. I feel that Kanepi can get past Martin Sova. She could probably get past Saba as well, if I'm perfectly honest. Wow, we've got Wimbledon champion Elena Rybakina yep. there too. Danielle Collins, Naomi Osaka. I didn't know that was the matchup. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Is Osaka going to get through that one? I've not That's seen a... much of Collins this year, but when I did, she was very good. She got to the final of the Australian Open this year. She's yep. fierce as ever. She's probably going to be playing quite well on these hard courts in the US. Osaka's in trouble. That's going to be a popcorn match we're going to be covering it 100% on the channel Kai Yuvan young player from Slovakia can be dangerous Elise Cornet Emma Raducanu so we've got Badoza and Raducanu here the former champion last year let's have a little chat about Raducanu do you see her coming out of this section are you happy with the draw for her I think initially the first round's tough it could have been a lot that's one of the toughest ones you can get yeah, Liz Cornet is not someone anyone wants to play. She's, I feel that it could be worse, though. I feel that Elise Cornet's game is not a power player. So I feel that Raducanu may try and wipe her off the court. I mean, it may backfire, but Elise Cornet, more percentage tennis. She tries to get everything back. And that might be an easier style of player to play when you might be have a chance to go for more balls than somebody else. Like she could have drawn Osaka in the first round or someone like that. You never know. Like there's a lot of big hitters in these tournaments and it only takes one bad set and Raducanu could be down a set and nearly out the tournament. So it's not great, but it could be worse. Yeah, I'm, I, if, I think it's just fascinating. It's hard because I've got a lot to say a lot of the time, but right now I don't because I'm looking at it. <laughs> And I just don't know. I don't know what to expect. No. Basically, Raducanu, she has to start performing like she has done in recent weeks. If she does, we're going to be in for a really good tournament and she could do well. If she goes to Raducanu of the majority of 2022, I don't see her even getting through Elise Cornet, if I'm honest. Naomi Osaka shouldn't be too much of a worry. I think if we do get to see the big money players in terms of a Saka Raducanu play, I would actually back Raducanu right now. I think she does beat her. Um, Mad matchup if we get that one. That is a big one. (laughs) If we can get that. At the US Open. It's huge. Like US Open third round, Raducanu, Saka. I mean, I don't even want to talk about the potential ones because I know that every time we do it, they never happen. So I think just focus on Elise Cornet. That's tough in itself. If she can get past Cornet, I fancy her chances against the second round one, for sure. Yeah. We've got Liam in think- saying, I think Radu may surprise people. I think she'll reach the quarterfinals. Wow. So he has her clean in this section. Big. Let us know in the live chat, guys. Do you think positively about Radu Kanu? I'm a bit speechless with the whole thing. I'm not sure what how to assess it. I think it's tough-ish, but not terrible on the other hand. We've also got talking tennis in. How are we doing, John? Uh, good job on your channel and wishing you the best of luck with everything with the US Open coming. He's saying, Shelby Rogers, keep an eye out for her. The last person to ever beat Ashley Barty at a slam. 
And I'm just trying to find out where is Rogers. I'm not sure if she's on this section. I'm just having. Is a he look. just trying to throw a spanner in the world? I think it's is in the ruining, next, next. Is he ruining section. the video for yeah, us? Yeah, probably. I think it's next section for Typical Rogers. John. Well, let's go on to the next section. Unless you want to highlight any of the players here. Doing spoiler alerts on our video. He's just kind of done his one. He comes over here trying to throw spanners in our our brackets. Uh, yeah, I just want to have a quick one more, like mull this over. Badoza, I like it for her. I feel that Badoza could easily I think that she could get to the to the quarterfinals for sure in this section. I think it's been kind to her. Okay, hear me out. I'm actually going something crazy. I'm going Ribikina as something mad. It could happen. Just serve well though. If she doesn't then People no. need to understand something. Watch look at the last 16 Grand Slam winners on the women's. Yeah, I know. Obviously, Roland Garros, I think, does pull up pull up the most um, randomness. But US Open, I think, is a second. But I remember looking at some statistics yeah. we did before in terms of how what rankings winners are on the women's at, Roland, at all the slams. Roland Garros was the craziest. US Open, I believe, was the second. That's just off the top of my head. Wimbledon, you get the most, most likely the favourites win it. So with this, there could be a possibility of seeing someone who you're not expecting to win. Radu Kani won it last year, for example. Exactly. Ribikina won Wimbledon this year. I don't think many people would have called that. There could be a name here who goes a lot further than all of us are anticipating. That could so be fire. a Sabalenka, to be honest. She could she could just turn it on and serve very well and no one can get near her. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Ribikina, she could do it again, like Wimbledon. I have been a massive admirer of Ribikina, and then she didn't do very well for a year, a year and a half, two years during COVID. She wasn't the same player as before it. She's mm. now coming out of the other side and playing quite well again. So I don't know. She could, she might just be a big match player and Ribikina is my one to watch and this whole section. Definitely. I mean, it could happen. Who knows about Daniel Collins though, to be honest. I mean, yeah, you got to remember she did reach the final of the last hardcore grand slam and there's no Ash Barty in this hardcourt Grand Slam. Maybe, if I can't remember what she's last did on a tennis court. That's the one problem with Collins. Is she going to be rusty? I mean, let me just bring up what she's done recently. I mean, she's not really done anything. No. She played at the French and lost in the second round. Since then, she's only played... <laughs> she, yeah, she only played Wimbledon and Lausanne. So she hasn't even played hardcourt since Miami. And she didn't do very well in Miami. She got... Uh, two and one by Osaka in Miami. Yep. Uh, so it's not looking great for Collins, but who's to say that she can go on a run? I think it's like you said, take your pick, maybe Pliskova. Who knows? Yeah, we're not <laughs> going to get all of the seeds in the quarters. I'll, I'll assure right. you of that now. So if you want to make a big pick, this is the draw to do it on. Let's go to the bottom half now. So we've done the top half. We've done Eagers. We've done Badozas. We're going to start with Maria Sakri, who is the third seed. Yeah. And, well, where is she? Right at the bottom again. Another Maria who beat her at Wimbledon, I believe. Yeah, that's mad. This is the third time they've played, is it this year? I think. Which Are is the crazy. fixed then? <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they just keep putting them together it's always maria and sakari playing yeah. each other she's always playing well, it's a nightmare one. for commentary i know megan did it this year at wimbledon and she said it was one of the hardest streams she's ever commentated on because 
She goes to call Maria Sacri Maria rather than Sacri, but then you have to call Tatiana Maria Maria. Yeah. So it's, it's very mad. it's very challenging to know in the commentary who's who. I feel sorry for the whoever's doing the official commentary at the time yeah. uh, for whoever it is. I think it's ESPN this year. Well, Sacri uh, beat her on, on the hard courts in straight sets, and then Maria beat her in straight sets on the grass. So um, I'm sure Sacri will be fancying her chances to get through considering their last hardcourt meeting. But you never know. Tatiana Maria came into form more around Wimbledon and still looks quite good at the moment. So she might have just carried on a bit of the momentum from Wimbledon. Diane Parry, one that you can't ignore. I think that she's a very, very promising young player. Uh, one that should always be noted in these draws. Uh, playing Wang, is a, I'm not sure if it's one of the good Wangs or not. I'm terrible with these ones. Yep. Apologies. I know that there's a uh, Kiang Wangs in the qualifying. I've been sort of keeping an eye on her. Wink, wink. Uh, oh, just <laughs> qualifiers to watch. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But there's that... some risk there with her new name. Yep. <laughs> there she is, Risk Amritraj. And we've got Caroline Garcia. Here she Ooh, is. Oh, here she is. The big talking point. Garcia's getting a lot of talk in the live chat as well. Ben, for those who don't know, has placed a bet on Garcia to win the US Open. You've got some nice, tasty odds. If you want to follow him, feel free to. She's, I don't know, she's looking there, positioned quite nicely. Yeah. But there's Hadid Meyer. And Hadid Meyer, I said it as a joke the other day on one of the, th on one of the straws, because she's a player who people don't necessarily rate too much, but she's having a fantastic year. A bit yeah. like Garcia. You put them in, I put them on the same level in terms of, just really good years who people aren't rating before an event, but yet they're still making finals and winning things. The only difference is Garcia has done it before. How did Maya hasn't? You've got to remember yeah. Garcia about four or five years, four years ago, maybe was playing some top tennis. Like maybe I don't think she was top 10, but four. she was, she was four in the world. I believe so. Yeah. I think she I got as high double, as in, so. in 2018. She got to number four in the world, I believe. Okay. So she was right at the top. Yeah. This year, she won the double. So she's won a Grand Slam, Karen yep, Garcia, French. for those who don't know. And after the French, just coming catapulting, going up and up and up and up. You're now looking at this section and thinking, who's going to stop her? She could easily clean it. And we've got Andreescu, who was the hottest talent on tour a few years ago, beating Serena Williams at this very event. Could Andreescu have a bit of a resurgence? Or is it just Maybe. Caroline Garcia's to lose? Well, uh, she's got to get past Harmony Tan, one of your favourites in the first round. What an interesting matchup. Yeah, I think I and asked her even... a question at Wimbledon, didn't I? Well, what you the did? question, well, the question that I asked her was, how are you feeling? You're still going to have to qualify for the US Open. And look, she hasn't. She's got a wild card into the US Open and she's facing a former champion in Bianca Andreescu. Um, Andreescu... Beat Cornet, beat Kasatkina recently in Toronto. Lost to Kim Winzeng. No, no shame in that. I think Andreescu would get past Tan. I think we're going to see Hadabmeyer Andreescu. I think we could see Andreescu go further than that. But I still, I'm still thinking Garcia is just looking too good, and I've got a feeling that Garcia could clean up that mini section there, and potentially even that whole half. That's yep. my personal opinion. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Sakri fan. I think she bottles it when it when it really matters. Looking the other side, this is the Coco Goff and Simona Halep. Uh, Simona Halep's one, just briefly, that is 
really, I don't think it's that tough at all. No. I don't want to be disrespectful to any of them players, but I don't know if she loses to any of them. So I feel like Halep instantly just cleans all of that. I'm not going to talk about any of the other players. Uh, at the bottom bit, we've got Madison Keys. Yeah. Glad for pointing that out. And of course, Daria Saville, another one who I quite like, and Coco Goff. Coco yep. Goff got to the final role of Garros. She'd done quite well at the US Open. Historically, I believe she's played Osaka twice, beat her once, lost once. They've Amazing. always been booked as really big matches when she's played. Yep. Qualify first round. We could be looking at maybe a Keys Goff to settle it, a very American affair. Great. Maybe if Goff gets through a Goff Halep. I don't know. A lot of people on Twitter, I just briefly saw before we started this one, they're saying that Halep has a nice draw and a very easy one. And they fancy her to clean up this section completely. I don't quite see it that way. And I tend to have an, a feeling that Halep could slip up against someone. Well, let's hold your horses. Goff or a Garcia or a Sarkari or something well, Coco like Goff beat her in Toronto in straight sets, it should be noted, where she also beat Ribakina and Sabalenka. So Coco Goff isn't in that bad form on Harcourt. She pulled out of her last match against Balskova, probably just precaution in Cincinnati. But in her last tournament, she played really, really well. Uh, sorry, she lost to Halep, but she beat Sabalenka and she beat Ribakin. Getting it completely so confused. So terrible thing. Terrible. We've got Meadow in as well saying Coco 0-4 and four against Halep. I still think that she could, she took her to <laughs> a tiebreak. Yeah, I got confused. Anyway, I, Sabalenka she beat, Ribikina she beat, and she lost to Halep. But she still took her to a tiebreak. <laughs> if that's any consolation after that terrible analysis. Yeah, and if you if you don't know, just make it up because that's obviously the best thing to do. Of course, I remember the year Madison Keys won all four Grand Slams in one year. And I think after doing that, she's probably going to win the US Open this year as well. I need well. to have that. Where's the button? <laughs> <laughs> I need that button. Yeah. So I go, Ben, get yourself together. Yeah. <laughs> just get him out. Just I kick know. him out. Kick him out. <laughs> But no. Right, I'm back <laughs> anyway. Right, I'm back. Right, sorry. I just mis misread it. I was just getting so carried away reading all the W's that I saw that Halep that she beat, but she didn't. She lost. Right. Halep and Lee. Lose and Lee, Ben, unseeded. You know, usually have her going far. Dark horse, isn't it? She's going to be your dark horse this year <laughs> as well. I don't think I can do it ever again. Keys is 20, just in case anyone wants to say we can have dark horses over 20 uh, seed. So. Little uh, note there. For That's a shame. I know. Been the best one. Maybe she's the winner. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on to the last quarter. So this is the number two seed. It is Annette Kontovic. She's been number two seed for a very long time in all of these events. I'm, I'm yet to see her win a match. I mean, I, I don't know if you want to bring up some form from Annette Kontovic, but it's not the same yeah, player who last year looked like one of the best players. And it's a big moment for me as well, Ben, because I believe in our pre, pre uh, prediction start of the year, I predicted Kontovic to win the US Open. Mm. Was it Australian Open? Mm. Wimbledon? Correct. It was one of them. Okay, so I didn't have the, I didn't have the US Open, but I had a <laughs> win in Wimbledon. Win in this one, I think. Oh, I, I had Badoza winning the Maybe, US Open. I think. I know. I I think I had Badoza winning it for some reason. So I don't know what. I've gone off all of my predictions from the end of last year. I'm telling you now. You have with, with Kontavik, as what one. I wanted to emphasise is the fact that I had Kontavik as a real... I thought she would have pushed on this year from last year. She was so good. 
but just not been like that and just no. been a bit bit shaky. So let's have a look where she is. She's at the bottom. She's got Christian. Then this is the biggest match of all time. It is the end of the queen, oh. Serena Williams. She's drawn wow. Danka Kovinic. Wow. Kovinic. Kovinic. Yeah, that, I don't think it's a great... It's not the worst, but it's not great. I, I quite like Kovinic. She's solid as a player. <laughs> Liam, free top, top G. G. <laughs> What's this? What are you talking? Top G is, but yeah, no, I don't know. Is that JG? Free top JG? I don't know. Anyway, we've got a uh, well, Contavi. If she goes through, she, I think Serena Williams probably be quite happy with this little draw if she can get past. Well, is it a good first round? Let's break it down round by round because it's Serena Williams' last event. She deserves at least that. She needs some time. Serena Williams first round. Kovinic. Is it a good is a good matchup? Yes. Do you fancy her in that one? Yes, I do. And then against a Contavi, who's a number two seed. It's not nice being and playing against such a big seed early, but if she could play one of the top four seeds, it probably would be Contavi. I'd definitely. prefer her to play her than anyone, any of the others. Most definitely. I mean, Contavi, she's only beaten Martin Sova, and that's in her last four matches. She's lost three of them. So... It's not great reading for Annette Contevi or her fans right now. So I'd say great news for Serena Williams. She can get through those two. Maybe. Who would be in the third round for Serena Williams? Is there potential here? You, you can only dream. I mean, looking at it being biased, she could come out that little section there. Uh, especially if I feel, if Mukova if Mukova beats Tomjanovic, that's the best scenario because otherwise I think Tomjanovic wins that section. Yes, I mean, she but the counts. Mukova Tomjanovic one's even. So if whoever if but if Mukova wins it, I think she could lose to say a Serena. I'm not mad that far. at this section though for Serena just up until the quarterfinals. I feel that have a look up here as well. Layla Fernandez not really Layla been informed. Fernandez. What's the words after that? He's doing it right. Doing it right, Leila Fernandez. I mean, listen, let's talk about Leila Fernandez for a bit. Let's move on right. to my one of my favorite players on tour. For those Ooh. who don't know, I'm a massive Leila fan. I was even cheering her in the US Open final last year against Emma Raducanu. Yeah. She didn't win on that occasion. She got all the way to the final, beating the who's who on the way there in free in free sets. She dropped a set throughout. Is she going to be able to defend them points, Ben, and get all the way? She might. We might even get a Layla Fernandez. Imagine how big this would be. Layla Fernandez, Serena Williams. That would be throughout. amazing. Um, she does have a title on hard courts this year down in Monterey. She's doing it. So she she defeated some tough people there as well. Hadab Meyer was in that uh, little Layla listing. cleans the section. She cleans. She up. got to the quarterfinals of her last Grand Slam, which was the French Open as well. Maybe she just turns up for the big events. Maybe that's just Layla. Layla is doing it, Ben. Layla can do it. Come on, girl. I'm going to be cheering you on. We've got Ons Jabur on the other side, one of my other oh, favourite players oh. in a bit. There's a JG a a section. She's having a bit of a lull. This is a JG section, to be fair. Jabur, though, since the grass, she's not transitioned to hard. Great. Been a bit, yeah. Um, she'll get through Brengal. She could struggle against Saliba's Tormo, probably be a five-hour free setter. Shelby Mandlick. Rogers, as John said, is a very tough one. Shelby Rogers. Yeah, Mandlick. Mandlick. No. no. Okay. Wild card. Glad she's got one, but not, not ready. Shelby Rogers, she could she could clean up that little yeah. bit there. Rogers, real uh, good one. John did point it out as well. I think that 
Rogers coming in in good form as well. In America, like uh, was said, last person to beat Barty at a Grand Slam. Hmm. I feel that she could have a little run. Uh, and Cerebus Tormo didn't do well here last year. As we know, we remember she went out to Raducanu. She'll probably fancy her chances. That's a, not a bad section. A yep. bad Jabur at the moment. Yep. Cerebus Tormo, Clay, Roos. I think Rogers yeah. will be very happy. And let's look at this bottom one. Kasakina. Yeah. Probably the worst out of worst one I've seen. Yeah. If anything, Serena Williams probably rubbing her hands together with this section, thinking if only I mean, this quarter is not that tough at all. This is the easiest quarter I've seen by a country mile. Yeah, and I'd even wins. go too far to say that it seems to be a bit lopsided the draw. The top half, so the first two, which was Bedoza and Oh what? Bedoza what was the quarters? Eager. Is a lot tougher than Sakri and Kontovic. Yeah, I would agree. I think the Sakri Kontovic are third and fourth, and the other ones are one and two. That's which isn't fair. I don't like it when it's like that. On the men's, it's more balanced, but this women's one, I don't think necessarily is so much. And this is the easiest quarter in the draw. Well, as we are in the easiest quarter, and we are in the quarter of the queen. We should probably go to that next, which would be the potential route for Serena Williams to win the US Open and finish her career with a Grand Slam and equaling the most ever Grand Slams of all time. Surely it's still possible. And this would be the route. Danka Kovanic in the first round, Kontavi or Christian second round, Trevisan Mukova third round. Fernandez Krajcikova in the fourth round. Jabul Kasatkina. I didn't think either of them have been in that good form recently. Surely she can get past them in the quarters. And then you've got the tough, well, it starts to get tougher. Halep, Goff, Sarkari. And then they're not even giving anybody else for the final. Just Eager. <laughs> She's guaranteed to be there. Eager Sviontek. You heard it here first. She'll be there in the final. Where's, where's uh, Raducanu? No one's putting her name on the list. No, uh... Well, if she wants to play Radikanu, it would be semi-final. Okay. What about uh, what's her name? Oh, Caroline Garcia. She's not on there either. Come on. Why are they not naming these players? Yeah, it's done on seed. It's done on seed. I know. It no, is. it works. But right. I think she's going to go out in the third round. It's possible. I mean, and that's not me being. I don't think Teresa Adamukova's blowing me away. I just feel that. She could beat harder position. I just think third round's as far as she's going to go. That's just yeah. how I felt. I felt before the draw, to be honest. I always said she's not going to lose the first first match. I think she's going to give us a few more matches. So let I'm going to me... go off that logic. We're going to get a few. Third round is going to be as far as she can go. Well, let me throw this in the works for you. Just to, la- I'm just going to try and build something What's here. This? Halep's form. Yeah, I, I, it's it's atrocious. It she barely wins. <laughs> she barely wins a match, Halep. Uh, so I'm going to go with. Let's just say Christian beats Contevit. Contevit not in good form. Christian, a beatable player. Williams goes past Kovanic. She goes past Christian. Let's say she gets Mukova. Mukova, she has an injury. She has to pull out of her match or she pulls out during the match against Serena Williams. Then who do we have potentially? 
Maybe Layla Fernandez doesn't even make it there. Maybe she gets like a, a Samson over. Oh no, Layla Fernandez does make it there and gets so nervous that it's Serena Williams' potential ah. last ever match and just young player, Serena Williams. Deer in the headlines. Icon just gets a bit too much. And all of a sudden, before you know it, Serena's in the quarters. And she's playing Shelby Rogers. I know, fourth round that'll be. She'll be playing. She's playing an All-American maybe quarterfinal against Shelby Rogers. Shelby Rogers thinks, this is Serena's last ever tournament. I couldn't do this to her. Everyone just thinks, oh, we'll just let her win. (laughs) (laughs) The C's part for Serena Williams. And she goes all the way through to the semifinals of the US Open. Do you reckon that's possible? I think lay off the liquor, mate. Lay off the liquor. Maybe. um, Maybe we're right. While you are doing it, I want to give a massive shout out to the GOAT, Kathy, for the super chat off the stream. Really appreciate it. Saying, because of the Reptile Expo was a success, I'm sharing. Plus, I miss you guys. Not the same without you. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. I can assure you, you'll be seeing a lot more of our ugly faces during the US Open. (laughs) And you'll be sick of the sight of us and all of our annoying uh, sayings and things we say about tennis because we're going to be covering an awful lot of it with work in the UK, for those who don't don't know. Work finishes for us. The US Open matches start. So really, we're just going to be working, streaming, sleep, working, streaming, sleep for the next two weeks. And I, I can't wait for it. So massive thank you, Kathy. You're a legend. Appreciate that. And very fitting that we've got Serena Williams up on the screen as well because that is another tennis legend. That's right. Cheers, Kathy. Every uh, donation much appreciated. It'll be put in towards some sleeping tablets. Uh, well, to keep me up. Uh, What's it? I need caffeine tablets, not sleeping tablets. I probably need some sleeping tablets after the tournament's done. Uh, I'll be having a long old kip because it's two weeks solid of action. Probably more like three or four, though, because, you know, it's a week before. It's a week after. And it's two intense weeks during the middle it's just going to be mad on GTL. I'm, I'm hoping everybody joins us for all of these matches. I can't wait to get started. I can't wait for the qualifiers to watch, Joey G. Well, we've got Sam calling me out as always. All I'm going to say is beep, 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 beep. That. <laughs> uh, and we've got Zach in. How are we doing, Zach? Good to see you. You've been a while. Uh, so I think Serena goes out in the second or fourth. Oh, well, not the third, though. Let's wait and see. Hope you're doing well, Zach. Let us know who you think is going to be winning as well. We will be doing our predictions to be explaining exactly who's going to be winning very soon. We've got qualifiers to watch. We're going to be doing uh, Dark Horses too. Make sure if you haven't already, download the tennis app. It's free to download. And I can't verify yet, but if possible, we're going to try and get a cash prize for the winner of the US Open on the men's and the women's. Tip sometimes $500. It's not yeah. quite nice and it's free to enter. So download that. Ben's going to pop the link in the live chat right now. It's Apple yep. or Android. Look on the fantasy for Game to Love with the biggest league. I think we've got 1,400 people in. So more the merrier on that. And yeah, we're going to be preparing some other videos, some more US Open content ASAP. Thanks for watching, guys. Make sure to leave as many comments as possible. We'll try and get back to as Come many on. of them as we can. I'm interested to hear what you guys think of the draw and some of our opinions. Who do you think's winning? I'm going to wrap it up by saying Rafael Nadal has a great draw. Watch out, everyone. He's coming for you. Vamos. 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 <laughs> See you guys. See you guys. <laughs> 
Sports Social Podcast Network.